So, let's just jump back in from what we talked about last week. Were any of y'all here last week? Oh, my goodness. You were? Okay. Maybe? Yeah. Ooh, good. Okay. Good honesty. I like that. No. <laughs> okay. So, let's go back. Let me ask you two questions from last week. Maybe you know, maybe you don't. So, just to review, what did Noah do immediately after getting off the ark? He did what now? That's exactly the wording I had in here. Leo, did you read this beforehand? No, I'm kidding. That was good. He built an altar to offer sacrifice to worship God, right? Good, that's very good. Okay, great. Next thing, what did God think of Noah's sacrifice? Yes, that was also close to it. That's good. You guys are good. Yeah, he was pleased with them, right? So God decided not to destroy the earth again after he smelled Noah's offering. So good job, team. You guys are great. I'm going to leave. I'll see you all later. No. Okay, so real quick, I'm going to read you those three questions, and then we'll go into some scripture, okay? So first question I want you to think about. So what did God command Noah and his sons at the beginning and end of the passage? So when I read the passage, think of the beginning of it when I read it and the end, okay? Then what did God give Noah to eat? So think about that. And then why is murdering a person so serious? Yeah, quite the turn, right? So think about those. Oh, Brady, what's up? So think about those questions. And I'm going to go ahead and read the scripture, okay? So with everyone listening online here today, if you want to turn to Genesis 9, and we're going to go through verses 1 through 7. Then God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The fear of you and the terror of you will be on every animal of the earth and on every bird of the sky, on everything that crawls on the ground, and on all the fish of the sea. They are handed over to you. Every moving thing that is alive shall be food for you. I have given everything to you as I gave the green plant. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. Now remember that. I certainly will require your lifeblood from every animal I require it. And from every person, from every man as a brother, I will require the life of a person. So whoever sheds human blood, by man his blood shall be shed. For in the image of God, okay, remember that, he made mankind. As for you, be fruitful and multiply, populate the earth abundantly, and multiply in it. All right, so I got a lot thrown at you right there. So let me go back to the first question. What did God command Noah and his sons at the beginning and the end of the passage? You guys remember it all? What do you got? Mm, yes, that's correct. To be fruitful, have many children, and fill the earth. Do you never, do you recall anything that was told before somebody else, just before Noah, maybe? You think God told somebody else this too? Huh? Who did he tell? Yes, he told Adam, good, Genesis one twenty eight. He said the same calling God gave to Adam as he created him, be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth, right? Good. Okay, what did God give Noah to eat? So what did he tell Noah he could eat there? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Noah now can eat animals. Cool, along with plants. But he had to drain out the blood of the animals before eating them, right? The lifeblood, that's what he commanded them to do. So, good call. Now the big one. <clears throat> Why is murdering a person so serious? Yes. Hmm? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's pretty close, right? With Cain and Abel as a good example. Because men and women are created in what? The image of God, yes. We see, in, we see in these verses, even after the fall, okay? So even after the fall, people did not stop being God's image on earth, right? So we're still made in his image. Um, though the image of God is severely broken by sin, it's not completely destroyed. So let's say, Emma, I'm going to go and, and murder you. Would that be wrong? Yes. Yeah, it'd be terribly wrong. Yeah, you know it'd be wrong, right? <laughs> but why? Why is it wrong for me to do that? What's, yeah, but what's the reason? Why is it wrong? No, no, <laughs> that's not the reason. The reason is because you're made in the image of God. And for me to kill someone who made in the image of God is wrong because God said so right there. I cannot do that. Thus, I would be killed for it as well. There's a result of that, okay? It'd be very wrong. Actually, it's sinful. <laughs> so the main idea, I want to throw to y'all's way, is Noah came off the ark as a new Adam in the world. That's why I told you who was another person that said be fruitful and multiply was Adam, right? Kind of shame. So, before the flood, the world was in terrible state, right? Remember what happened? There was a lot of wickedness going on. There was a lot of sin. And so it was not like, here's an example. It was not like a car in need of a tune-up, right? It, but like the car had broken beyond repair, okay? Couldn't fix it. And it was fit only for the junkyard, all right? So sin had ruined the good word, the good world God had made, okay? Now God had called Adam to have lots of children so that the world would be filled with his image, image bearers of God, right? But Adam and his children had failed to reflect and worship God on the earth. They had failed to spread his beauty around the globe, and they had rebelled against their creator, right? Because they committed sin. They rebelled against him. They disobeyed him. And so God sent a flood to destroy the world, and he decided to start over. So that's how serious sin is. I think we talked about that in our messages before. It's so serious. That's how God had to deal with it. When Noah stepped off the ark, he stepped into a new world as a new Adam, okay? God gave him the calling he originally gave to Adam, be fruitful, multiply, spread, and populate the earth. In this new world arising from, from the chaotic waters of the flood, God was calling Noah to fill the earth with children and grandchildren who would reflect him in knowledge, righteousness, and holiness, okay? But unlike Adam, so let me ask you this question. Let's pop quiz, okay? What's the difference between Adam and Noah in those time frames? Do you guys have an idea? I see where you're going with it. You're close, but I'll give you the answer right now. So Adam was before the fall, so he, he wasn't, you know, a sinner, okay? But Noah was, so remember that. He was a sinner. He wasn't at the time of the, when all this happened, okay? So just keep that in mind when I read this to you. So, but unlike Adam, Noah was a sinner living in a world of thorns and death, right? Because he came after the fall. So God put things in order to make sure Noah's family would not be destroyed. Hence, do not murder, right? So he kept them alive. Animals feared them so they wouldn't attack them. <laughs> he placed fear in the hearts of animals so they would not harm people. In Genesis 9-2, it says that. He also introduced a punishment for murder, Okay? If a person wrongly killed another, he must be punished by death, right? So in these ways, God was making sure no one in his family would be able to multiply and fill the earth with glory. So he, there's God looking out for us again. What a great thing he did for us to look out for. So three more questions, and we'll go into some prayer. So how was Noah a new kind of Adam? Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So sweet. So good. I love El. That's great. Yeah, he was given the same calling as Adam to have, what, many children and fill the earth with people who reflect God's character. Adam had failed to do this, leading to the flood. But God was starting over with Noah. And as we'll see later in Genesis, however, Noah would also fail in some ways, which we'll see. (laughs) Now, how was Noah's calling different from Adam's? So what was the difference? Do you remember that difference I pointed out to you? Do you remember? Yes. Yes, yes. When God called Adam to be fruitful and fill the earth, he was not a sinner, okay? But Noah was a sinner living a world under the curse. Good, very good. All right, last question. What did God do to make sure Noah and his family would not be destroyed? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's close, but not exactly in this passage. So let me read it again. What did God do to make sure Noah and his family would not be destroyed? After what we read, right? What was two things he did to make sure that they would be fruitful and populate the earth in his image? <laughs> okay, what did he do? What was the first thing he did about thou shalt not who murder, right? What did he do? So he said, if you murder one, then death will be on you too, right? So he said, let's not murder. Let's prevent that. That's a punishment now and the fear in animals. The animals will fear them, so they'll not be harmed by them. So he caused the animals to fear him, right? He also introduced the penalty of death for anyone who wrongly killed another person. Those were those two things. So God was protecting people on earth so they might believe in the gospel and his image and worship him. But close. That's good, though. He was doing that to protect them, to get them ready for that. But after that, this is what God did with Noah and his family so they can populate and produce image bearers of God. So, good job on questions. Love y'all. Great. So let's just pray. We'll go into prayer, and let's pray that God would continue to preserve human life throughout the earth, and that from life he would raise up image-bearing worshipers. So, God, we just come once again to thank you for your majesty and your glory. We thank you for the word we get to read daily, as it is a joy for us to understand you, to learn more about you. We thank you for these things you place before us to allow Uh, your family to grow as image bearers of God, to be protected, knowing what a joy it is that murdering is wrong. We see that as you commanded in here, and we're grateful for that, to have protection for that as well. We're thankful for everything you provided for us and will provide for us as our Heavenly Father, though we can go to you at any time to talk to you, to praise you, and to glorify you. It is in your name we pray, amen.